You're listening to the 40 Days of Praying for Revival Devotion. Revival Reign Day 29 The Power of Holiness Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save. Isaiah 59 verse 1 to 2 Saints, the reason that we need revival is and has always been because of one thing, our sin. The pattern is the same. God's people become compromised and worldly, more in tune with the flesh and less in love with the things of God and the mission of God. Self-glory becomes their obsession and not His glory in the nations. We become more consumed by our temporal lives than our eternal lives and less like Christ in the way we live. Scientists have a term, entropy, which describes the natural inclination of things of this world to move from a state of order to a state of chaos if there's no outside intervention. Things move from a state of perfection to imperfection, and this includes humans, which includes Christians. John Wimber used to say that we get filled with the Holy Spirit, but we leak. When this happens, we lose the beautiful fellowship and communion we should have with God. Equally as tragic, we lose the anointing of God's Spirit, which can be called the burden-destroying power of God that is meant to characterize the church and propel her in the mission of God. James 4 verse 4 to 5 reads, Adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us yearns jealously. Saints, God's spirit yearns for his bride, but cannot and will not cohabit with her and the world. So when the church chooses the world and lies in the arms of sin, as Samson lay in the arms of Delilah, the friendship of God's presence lifts and the anointing leaves in the same way that Samson had his power stripped away when Delilah cut his hair. Church then becomes routine, carnal, driven in human strength, religious in many ways, and mostly unfruitful, save a devout few. Shepherds grow weary and frustrated with their sheep. Nominal becomes normal. And as the church becomes more nominal, society becomes more corrupt. Because as the church goes, so goes society. Without salt and light, without a city set on a hill, darkness and decay set in. What is most tragic in this commonly repeated pattern is how long it can take before the people of God know from where they have fallen. As the presence and anointing lift, many don't even notice. Sometimes it can be generations before somebody rises and says, This is not how it should be. We are not as we should be. Change is needed. God is needed. The church must come alive. This awareness is the first sign change is near. It is the grace of God in operation. The Spirit searches for a few and begins to whisper an alternate future and to stir in them a desire for something more. This is a stirring of the Spirit. We see an example of the stirring of the Spirit 
in Haggai. Haggai chapter 1 and verse 14. It says, So the Lord stirred up the spirit of Zerubbabel, the son of Shealtiel, governor of Judah, and the spirit of Joshua, the son of Jehozadak, the high priest, and the spirit of all the remnant of the people. And they came and they worked on the house of the Lord of hosts, their God. What follows the stirring is a returning to the work of the Lord, a drawing near to Him in prayer. And as that happens, holiness becomes a top priority of those who long for revival. Holiness becomes an innate necessity in our pursuit, a declaration of our desperation, evidence of our return, and undeniable proof of our wholeheartedness in what we seek. Hebrews 12 verse 14 says, Pursue peace with all people and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. If it was sin that led to the church's demise, it can be nothing less than holiness that sees the church return to its glory. What we see in revival history is that each revival is preceded by deep longing and returning to holiness for those who seek revival. For us right now, this must be our posture and purpose, for it is the earnest and heartfelt prayer of a righteous man that makes tremendous power available. Now, as we pray for revival, let us pray for our hearts to return fully to the state of holiness, that revival really would start with us, that we might become more conscious of holiness and aware of what brings His pleasure and the friendship and fellowship of the Spirit. And so we pray, Lord, I bow my heart and I bend my knee. Send revival and start with me. Pour out Your Spirit in an unprecedented way. May all who hear be saved today. May all who are saved Proclaim the way. Lord, send revival and start with me. Thank you for listening to this devotion. We hope you are inspired to keep praying and to keep believing for revival in our days.